No, it's real. Now, yeah, now we're recording. All right, I made an honest effort to suck my own dick the other day. Oh, how close yeah. did you get? Uh, I mean, I feel like in 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 my heart of hearts, I could have done it. I feel like I could have done it. Did you ever try it before? When I was young, I got like my tongue. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. My first question then is what? Uh, I had to method. lay down. I had to lay down. You inverted. And and like try to push my dick into my mouth. Yeah, knees over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was where yeah. I went. And this I'm too is fat obviously to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, this was all just space madness. I I mean, we're we're cabin fever, hundred percent now. Yeah, this is real dick sucking hours. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was uh, I was doing I was wrestling. I was roughhousing with my wife, and I was trying to prove that I could get my foot over my head, right? Yeah. And she was like, I, I probably could do that. She got pretty close. And then I got real. I got closer than I thought I would to getting my own foot behind my head. And real started turning. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I got to be honest. I'm, I'm onto something here. <laughs> and, uh, we just kept, we just kept like a uh, rough housing, obviously. And when you're doing that with, with your lady, yeah, it's dude. called horseplay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just horseplay. That's all. Yeah. So, uh, it, it came down to it where she was like, you have to stop talking about it. You have to be about it. Like it was like she called me on it, and I was like, "Here we go, I'm I'm doing this." And before, I I couldn't stop laughing. Neither of us could stop laughing. Every time I was like, "All right, here, I stop. I'm gonna do it." One of us would giggle, and I would like blow it. Like I would roll sideways. And then eventually, I was like, "All right, stop. Shut up. Stop. Here we go." And I was on my back, and I threw my knees back, and. As that bird was coming toward my face, I bailed. I was like, ah, no, dude. It was on, complete. Man. No. There, I have a psychological barrier to sucking my own bird. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was younger and I was getting close. I remember like getting my tongue on it and stuff and then being like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> there's something about there's something about like that 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 perspective on a boner coming at your face. Where you have a flight or fight or flight response, dude. It sounds a lot like when people live after they try to commit suicide. Like you realize as soon as it happens, like I don't want to do this. I want to. I want to live. Dude, my feet left the guardrail on that bridge, and I was like, no. I want to see my kids again, dude. I I almost got up onto my feet with the way that I unfolded my body. It was insane, dude. That's what you got to think about when you're trying to land your backflip. Because one of his goals was for the year was to nail a backflip. Yeah. And uh, he put a video up on Instagram, and he's going to get it by the summer. But I guarantee you, if you entice yourself by saying, I'm going to get my dick in my mouth, and it's going to feel incredible. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to feel incredible, though. Because you have to remember, it, it's going in your mouth. It's not like I'm – this isn't a carnival game. You're good at jerking off, though. So I'm tr- maybe you're just good at sucking your own dick, too. I mean, that's, that's a proven versus – what if, right? <laughs> dude? Think of it like this: um, you you enjoyed being fed as a baby, correct? True. You enjoy feeding yourself now, correct? Okay. <laughs> Substitute spoon with dick, suck, dude. I didn't suck dick as a baby. <laughs> Might have. So I I I don't know. I I can't see myself giving it a second try. I wouldn't. Do, I couldn't do it. I got all my ribs. <laughs> I might get extra ribs installed just to just to block put me off. Yeah, no, never again. Dude, that says a lot about you, man. Like I, I wouldn't even try right now because I know I don't have enough bird. Like I'm fat and I don't have enough bird. There was one time where my wife and I were getting into it. She's like, 
give me that big dick. And we both instantly started laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right. I used to do uh, wigger dirty talk with my, with my own wife. How'd that go? Can I have a sample? <laughs> I was, yeah. Well, I was. I would always be making fun of like the boyfriends of like women in our lives. Like, like the kind of like boyfriends that come around and you and like your girlfriend laugh at them or like you and your friends laugh at them. And I, I would... Uh, <laughs> I would ruin it. I would completely ruin entire sexual experiences because I'd be like, damn, you are so fine. Oh <laughs> instantly, instantly dry up, dude. On, dude. Instantly dry up. Dude, we saw a great wigger on the way over here. Which one? The guy that was walking. What What, what did you say he was singing? Was I it genu- the, I, Oh, uh, Staying Alive? Oh, yeah. This dude, dude I wish str- I had taken a picture. This dude oh, looked yeah. like a skeleton with a flat brim hat. Yeah, he was full on like... One shoulder in front of the other, and I was just like, <laughs> well, you can't tell by the fucking way I walk. I'm a woman's man. And yeah. That was, was that was John Travolta. <laughs> anyway, I want to I want to fucking formally welcome. We're, we're in a I can't even believe I'm here dude. right now, dude. What's up? This, is, God, this damn, is top of the mountain awesome. podcasting as far as I'm concerned. We're, dude. We're just in the pits, dude. Unbelievable. We start out in the pits. Um, and now look at us, dude. In, Ascension. Fucking Shat Digital Studios. Very nice. Everything looks profesh. You know, before you get into formal introductions, I just want to say last week was a great indicator to just keep it moving the second shit doesn't go your way. Mm. Because last week was supposed to be Spud and McCusker. Yep. And things just didn't work out. Um, so we were lucky enough to have Matt on. But there was a part of me, like, when it became apparent that you weren't going to be on Spud. I was in line at the bank, and it was like... The news that no parent should ever have to hear. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was so excited for this. And one hand, I was gl- I was glad that I didn't tweet about it because I would have been devastated if I had a tweet that you weren't going to be on after I said you were going to be on. But then it's like, okay, you're going to come on this week. And then Billy's here too. Pretty much McCusker. <laughs> I was some, fill in for that. Dude, some know? would say the McCusker. Yeah, to get hey, Spud McCusker. and Billy in fucking one shot. <laughs> it was proof in the pudding. That we had the right reaction last week, not getting fucking destroyed over yeah. the news. This feels like we're sucking our own dicks full time. This is awesome. We're sucking every each other's dicks. <laughs> Everyone's sucking. What do they call it? A Mexican standoff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <The> Mexican <laughs> sug off. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, pretty intense. This is, I think, our second podcast this week. Damn, how's it dude. feel, dude? It's whatever. How's the, how's, how's the media tour going? <laughs> really good. Yeah, it's just you guys, pretty much so far. Yeah, Fuck this yeah. is our first one without Matt and Shane. This is a little yeah. weird. How's it? How, oh, are you? You don't have the jitters or nothing, dude. This is all. It's all bubs. We're just bros. We're, we're all just bros. Yeah. We're all bubs here, dude. Well, thank you. you. Guys, are you guys sticking to your programs? Yes. Because I'm not in any of this. <clears throat> Billy's dude. been programming. Yeah, though. I've been like, programming naturally. hard as fuck. January first yeah. is the last time I drank. Oh, Same. Yeah. Same. Just stop doing. I honestly December thirty first. Actually, I'm not really bragging. It's not really a competition. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna say like kind. I stopped at eleven fifty nine, but it doesn't yeah. matter. On the dot. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, it's good to stick to some sort of fucking program. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all right. So a little bit of backstory: if you're not on the Patreon, uh, you you missed out on the fucking I would call it a podcasting magnum opus, the program. It was a four hour a four hour episode with uh, Matt McCusker and Wes Rollins, and we laid out like what it means to like set a path for yourself and follow it and document it and really be on your shit. And then we followed that up with. Uh, we went to Wes Rollins' mom's house and she made us snacks and Wes and us, uh, we had a meeting with Matt McCusker and we sat down and we like 
plotted everything out. We put it all in writing, and Spud was there for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I flipped the fuck out listening to Wes just pissed because that shit fucking was hitting some nerves like the whole scotty thing bill talks me about like (laughs) and you know if you live a huge portion of your life as a loser the last thing i want to hear is fucking wes telling me oh this is all i had to do you know what i mean so i was at my house listening to this thing, calling Matt like every half an hour, like, fuck this, <laughs> fuck this. And he's like, dude, just come down and meet him. Cause I, I'm also a little paranoid. So I was like, this can't be real. This dude can't be real. And also like one of the main reasons I wanted to be on here was to, to find out if you guys were real because of the vibe on dad meet. I'm sitting there, I'm listening to that shit in my garage. Like, man, these guys are awesome. This is fucking sweet. I love these dudes. And then I'm like, they can't really be like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, what's so unbelievable? We're a couple of fat fucking retards. That's what I'm saying. And now I'm here. And if anybody is paranoid like me listening, these guys are really Hell yeah, dude. like this. Dude, They're really when sincere. I, when I met each of you the first time, it, it was, I got, I, 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 it was a celebrity encounter feeling. I remember I met met Billy first and it was at uh, Shane's last weekend at Helium. And I walked back into the green room and there's like probably like 10 people back there. And I'm just saying hello to everybody. And I I said hello to you. And then you said something to McKeever. And I was like, holy shit, that's Billy. That's the voice. (laughs) Dude. Yeah. And then it was the same thing with Spud. When we were at Wes's house, we were sitting down there and McCusker had texted saying he's on his way. Um Spud came in, and I didn't know it was. I I, I didn't. I had no indication yeah. that you were coming. I knew, we but then at once as soon as you said one sentence, it was like I I clutched imaginary pearls, dude. <laughs> I was sitting outside Wes's house, and I knew you guys were there, but I was afraid to go in without Matt. You know oh, what I mean? Man. I was like, "Fuck, dude, I'm not going in there." Dude, you're using Matt as a crush, and you don't need him. Uh, you yeah. Don't need I him, mean, dude. I he's hot now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only thing that's changed is his attitude. That's what's up. It's tough, man. You know? It's what's tough? Being hot? No, it's tough to be like, it's tough to not do the shit with Matt. You know yeah. what I mean? It's tough to get out of that. Yeah. That's well, real loser thing, man. I got real negative. <laughs> bro. I have real negative self-talk. All the shit you guys talk about, <laughs> I feel like like I, as soon as the first dad meet came out, I called Matt. I was like, dude, Matt and Shane's is cool and all, but this is the new podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, right. the thing is, the thing is like, it's like you're talking to me. So sure. I'm assuming there has to be a ton of me's out there that dude. are like, fuck yeah, dude. Well, there's two of us, so yeah. that's all we need, dude. <laughs> and Andrew, you know, honestly, man, like so much of, of when I go back and listen to the podcast that Tim and I do, like I realize like it's 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 really just us talking to ourselves because so much of this shit is like I, I'm naturally negative and it takes a lot for me to get straightened the fuck out because I, could eat, I, I wake up negative. Like without fail, my first thought each day is something negative. Hmm. And a lot of times it's something – I'm I'm woken up by something that was pressing from the day before. So it it's a conscious effort to just fucking get straight, fucking stick to stick to a program and just that's where a, a, a big um one of the big biggest positives in my life and I say it all the time is fucking Tim cuz I I would just be a total fucking loser without him. No no question in my mind and having him to do this with every week has been I think it's moved past like being a crutch to get to a point where now it's like we're fucking running together. Okay. Because it did feel like that early on. I was like, I I don't know that I would have done it on my own uh, because I had done a podcast before and I wasn't happy with it. So when Tim was like, yeah, when when Matt was like, yeah, you guys heard you guys are going to do one. I was like, all right, well, we got to do one. And then I was like, you want to do it? And he's like, okay, I'll do it. And 
I think you're the well, funniest person on earth, dude. Right, so dude, this stop. is like, dude, stop. Yeah, I remember I, you guys, man, Shane's. I was like, this is fucking nuts. I disagree <laughs> that you would be a loser without doing this or without, dude. I, I mean, I'm not even gonna hear that talk. Anyway, it doesn't. Getting back, getting back to the the program. Talk so Spud comes, sex, Spud comes in, dude. Right? I mean, I'm I'm in, I'm embarrassed at the compliment. It's it's a lovely thing. Spade to say. said you thought I was gonna think this is gay to be on. I did too. No, I thought you said, said that on the podcast. Well, and this is this says more about me than you. I thought that you would think it was a gay podcast, oh, and no. I'm willing to admit that it's a little bit gay. This is a very gay podcast. <laughs> we're fucking gay retards. Yeah, dude. we are gay retards. There's no mistaking it. Uh, so good call, Billy. You're right. We are <laughs> I, I don't hate it at all. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. By the way, that uh, porn star that Matt was trying to uh, tell you about that looked like Anthony Weiner. That's Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> You can Google him. That does look like Anthony Weiner. There's said no that, no way someone that looks like Anthony Weiner gets a one word name. Ramon. Yes, God he does. Damn dude. it. Yes, that was me in seventh and eighth grade. Every <laughs> you know what's really funny is I, apparently I described uh, uh, a video from uh, what's the porn site with the uh, bloopers? It's all bloopers. Uh, There's no good videos. E fucked. E fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the fat retarded guy at the gangbang at the Bukaki yep. things. I didn't even remember talking about it. Didn't it was a day later. Didn't even remember. Like <laughs> that someone, website is gold. Someone I think messaged me. One of me. Bill's favorite videos is from yeah. that website. Yeah, well, mine too. This fucking <laughs> fat retard rapping about Bukaki. <laughs> but uh, a dude, mess a, a guy we know, messaged me on Twitter. He was like, "Dude, I, I know that video, and I'm trying to find it." I was like, "What video?" And he described it to me. I was like, why are you asking me for this video? <laughs> he was like, because you were talking about the podcast. I was like, talking about what? On what? I'm, my brain's fucking fried, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> anyway, as soon as it clicked and I he sh- he sh- had to sh- show me on my podcast where it was, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I found the video in two seconds. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, what the fuck is the... Oh, there was a keyword in the in the search on um, E-Fucked. And it was like Goober Ruins Bukaki. <laughs> Look That's at like it. Every, that, those, every single video on that channel is amazing. At my old job, I would just watch E-Fucked all day. You don't get in trouble? At my old job, no. <laughs> oh. Well, I was eventually laid off, but not for that. <laughs> so we, all right. So we, 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 we round up Spud in the basement at Wes Rollins' mom's house on the Patreon, or after the Patreon. We, dude, we're all we have formal, documented programs. Spud's a part of it, dude. I learned some stuff about you that day. Yep. Nothing specific. Just the vibe was more complete afterwards. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, just a lovely man. And uh, I wish Matt would have brought you, Billy. Yeah. Also, not instead. About the last day, or like when it happened. Yeah, and uh, we've talked since then. You know, uh, trying to play video games together has been hard because your programming's so tight. You're a natural fit for a tight program. Well, that's what Spade's pretty much my coach for all this. Everything I do. That's fine. Spade. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then you could coach somebody, dude. Spade doesn't Spade, even know. He Spade's got be his, in the NBA. He's he, just coaching. <laughs> <laughs> Spade's got his own circle. He's expanding the circle. Billy's going to have his own circle. Mm-hmm. All these circles are going to grow together, dude. And it's just going to be dudes running fucking... And lady dudes running tight programs and uh, feeling all right with about being a fucking born loser. Yeah, I would love to find a chick that can program. What? Really wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's what... If people would just fucking... Do that, like a, a lot of people would be a lot better off because people are just being fucking bums right now. Yeah, like a lot of kids my age, like, and when it comes to the weekend, they don't want to work, they don't want to do anything. And if you did this from your whole entire twenties instead of going to fucking McGillan's and drinking, like, what was that? What was that thing you were drinking? Um, what are they Citywides. Called? No, not Citywides. What's it shot? 
The oh, chicks that were shot they were drinking the um, green teas. Green tea shots all weekend. Yeah. Just work. And, like, if you do that for 10 years, your 30s are going to be a lot more pleasurable than they would be if you were just, like, mm-hmm. fucking off for the last 20 years because you can't miss a weekend. Did you always have a strong work ethic? Kind of. I mean, like, I, I always did, like, work with my dad and shit like that. And, like, I fucked off. I was in college for, like, two years. I fucked off a little bit. And then my uncle, I was working one weekend. He's like, what are you doing? I said, what are you talking about? My mom wants me to go to college. He goes, just fucking drop out. He's like, you don't need to be here at all. And then after that, I worked, I did demolition with them. And then I got laid off and then worked with Spade. And that's where the program started getting tight because you couldn't be slacking around there. Also, <laughs> it was me and well, Spade working together. Also, too, like I did what Bill was talking about. Like I drank. I love to sit at a square bar and try to make everybody laugh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's a good feeling. Real, like that's my vibe. Not, mm-hmm. you know, I like to just sit and get shit-faced. And <laughs> I did that for a huge portion of my life. And then when Bill was, like, working with me, he was young, and I'm like, dude, just don't do that. Just work. You also, know I mean? like, like, think alcohol tastes like shit. Like, I legitimately don't like the taste of alcohol. I can't, I can't stand the, the physical, the, the, the next the hangovers. Are all that yeah. shit. I, I, I got anything involved with that. I hate it. I got to the point where I was getting hung over while I was drinking. Yeah, fuck like, that. That's not for me. Dude, and that's one thing that coming into here, Bill, like this place was like fucking heaven. Like Tim and I both had the same reaction walking into your fucking house, dude, because I think it was like everything that I, I if I could if I could move in here right now, I would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got That's what me, oh, Spade helped me with a lot of this shit here, too. And then all, all we care about is just making the good vibe. Dude. Yeah. Dude, and going going back to that, like when I you offered the fucking seltzers, and I saw you guys, you guys have been crushing seltzers since we got here. Oh my Sorry. God. To me, like that's comforting because, like, I dude, I turned into a fucking werewolf. Like when I drink, I, I gave it up a few <laughs> years ago, dude. But it's I can go like that. Yeah. It, it, with the wrong fucking influence, like I don't feel like I'm on steady enough ground yet to to just feel like yeah, I'm over that. Oh yeah. So when I'm in an environment where people are are that chill and where that's not even an option like that's very comforting that's how like when we go to my family dinners it's all it is it's just like seltzers pretty much because yeah. my dad stopped drinking in like i was like probably like 2006 2005 then ever since then just seltzer hmm. my brother tom can't handle alcohol matt doesn't like alcohol that much and fed just chills I just don't. I gotta stop drinking soda. That's why I'm all seltzer out. Soda, soda, yeah, soda, dude. dude. Soda's the worst. Yeah, that's pretty much as bad as alcohol. Yeah. Every time I've been like real fat in my life, the the week that I quit soda, I lost ten pounds. You drink like when you get into it, it's like big gulp season, or what are we talking? No, I haven't done big gulp since yeah, I was like a teenager. Seven a.m. No, oh my god, <laughs> dude. Soft pretzel. I remember. Gulp. I remember when I was a fat twelve year old. Nothing, nothing in the world being more refreshing than a cold two liter of soda. Yeah. Two, yeah, a two Jesus liter. Jesus Christ! Not the whole thing, but for the day. Yeah, I drink a two liter in a day. Dude. Oh, and dude, in powdered iced tea. Oh my god, dude! Fuck Incredible, yeah, dude. Dude, I used Meanwhile, to. was dehydrating me to the point where I <laughs> probably yeah. my kidneys are probably ruined forever. Jesus, that... I used to. Have... I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, you good. I was gonna say I used to have a best friend, uh, this guy Mikey, and the way his mom would wake up, she would scream downstairs for him to bring her some Pepsi. Oh my God. And I'll never forget the sound of that woman's voice saying, Mikey, bring me a glass of Pepsi. Ew, Jesus, dude. dude. That's what my mom used to shop at that place on uh, Baltimore Pike. It was like before Whole Foods and all that shit. It was called Martindale's. It was like a health oh, store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, like it's a great her store. shit. And like, she, like that was, I don't know if Matt said it on here or his cast. Like, if I see someone drinking soda before 12 o'clock, I'm just like, dude, 
what yeah. the fuck are you off to? Like that's, something's yeah. not right. That's that's below loose program. That's no program. Yeah, yeah. You're just a rough. You're guy. in a spiral. Dude, I was just going to say, I feel like that's a big weakness of mine. And right now, food is where I got to tighten up, too. Yeah. And going back to you talking about crutches, like those yeah. are my clear crutches right now because I the wheels have a tendency to fall off at nighttime. During the day, I'm cool. I feel like, dude, I'm strong. Like as soon, once I get my head straight after the first like few minutes of waking up, I feel like, okay, like I know what I got to do today. And then cruising through the day, I'm normally pretty good. But then I would say about 9 o'clock, the wheels start turning. PM? Yeah. Oh, 9 fuck. o'clock, it's just like, go get a soda. Because I live like a, like two blocks from a Wawa. And it was like, <laughs> That's go tough, get a Pepsi. Too. Go get a Wild Cherry Pepsi. Go get a Tasty 9 cake. o'clock, Billy's been asleep for two hours. I, no joke, eat dinner at 4. Yeah. He eats dinner late. In the, you were eating dinner in the twos yesterday. Yeah, right? the other day I ate at like 2. I ordered it at 2.30. Dude, that's like Wes Watson, man. Yeah, pretty much. I, I, that's I like sticking that program because if not, dude, I'm just a piggy. Yeah, I'll eat breakfast, lunch, and if I eat three meals in a day, I feel like shit. I mean, Barley yeah, was lot. talking about eating himself to sleep or eating at night or something like yeah. that earlier. Sucking his own dick. Invented. Yeah, yeah. I went. He was talking about that on like an earlier podcast, and I was like, dude, I I used to have a powdered mini thing. Ooh. I had them today, man. Yeah, so I would get um, I would eat a regular dinner, like a big dinner, and then I would get a quart of chocolate milk and a bag of powdered minis, and there would be nothing left. Yeah. And that's not even like the pint of night was the bad days, mm. like the pint of Ben and Jerry's at night with the milkshake. That was the bad days. Then the powdered minis, and then I used to cut it down to cereal. And now I'm totally with programming. Nothing. Damn, you I look won't great, eat dude. tonight. You know what's so yeah. funny? It sounds like we're selling something. Well, we're, yeah. we're like, <laughs> and now that I have programming and all we're talking I mean, I'm about. I'm just telling you what you guys yeah. have done to me. That's you guys so, have done this to me. Well, and we're, it's like yeah. this is what we're trying to do for ourselves, too. And it's just so funny. It's like, thanks, programming. <laughs> we're just, all we're talking about is just not being a fucking piece well, of shit. Well, that's what me and Spade talk on the headset all day. And, like, he would be in CBS at yeah, night. Wait, describe your setup real quick. That, you, just I um, drive trash trucks and he paints but like one weekend we did something where like i was like dude instead of painting it like i'll just give you uh i'll buy this headset because he helped me out and i've been then, wearing headphones i've been painting with headphones on for like 20 years dude. sure all so. of our drivers wear this like it's like a blue parrot headset because if we get caught uh driving on the phone it's like a 10 grand fine and you oh, have to pay wow. it's not on the company so I was always wearing one. I call a spade. And I I've honestly, never seen a truck driver without a Bluetooth ear yeah, thing. Because you get crushed. Yeah, all right. So I like I would call a spade, and then eventually I was like, dude, I'm just gonna get you one of these. They're the shit. So I got him one. Now like I can't hold a fucking phone to my ear. Oh yeah. I feel like a caveman. <laughs> it's, it's infuriating driving down the road and holding a phone to my ear. Dude, it sucks. No, I, not not in a million years. Oh, unless unless uh, like I'm in the car with my family and someone who's like. A, a loose cannon on the phone's name comes up, then I'm like, ah, oh, I'll disconnect yeah. it from Bluetooth real quick and put it on my ear. Well, that's the dangerous part. So like, he'll be, like when he w- when his program was getting a little bad, he would be in CVS, and I'd just be like, what are you eating, you fat little pig? <laughs> what the fuck are you buying right now? And you just hear doo, doo, <laughs> and you can. But the worst part about those blue parrots is people can fucking hear you. So when you go in, like, I'll just start fucking screaming at Spade. And, like, it's him trying not to look at anyone. And it's me going, wee, wee, wee. <laughs> and he just has to stare down at the bar, like, the laser on the barcode while getting, and, like, And, like, cooked. he's doing this to me. And then, like, I'm, my card's getting declined. <laughs> shit like this. Dude, 
Um, have you been sticking to all the other shit that you came up with on that day that we set goals? The scary thing again, Butterly is like a psychic with this stuff or whatever, like a shaman type dude. The speed wobble, man, of um, how amazing everything's been going this year. Mm-hmm. My dog died RIP. I love Zeus, dude. I'm going to miss him oh, forever. Man. That was a down. That was a bad thing that I'm happened. Sorry. I'm so but sorry. But besides that, um, I am fine. I mean, Bill, yeah. how about it? We're kill- it's, it's First a, of this, all. It's an uncomfortable program he's running yeah. right now. I'm running an unbelievable program. Uh, the pandemic hit, and now I get people, they can't go to work. These guys I know. Yeah. They can come over work at my house. So it's now all, it's just solid ass white boys. I've been trying. I've been trying to get people to come and work at my house, and everybody's so busy, and Trump's economy is just fucking destroying it. So <laughs> everybody's making all this money. So now that there's the pandemic, I have real deal carpenters at my house finishing it, and feels great. So that shit, God, damn, dude, you're, an, you're, an, you're, an, you're a job creator, pretty much. He's pretty like much, Andy yeah. Rockefeller, pretty much. Wow, we. Yeah, it's what kind of saying? unreal. I definitely have the speed wobble thing. I've had that before in my life, like that feeling. That like might be a little bit of a, a manic depressive streak. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, not coming, a, I'm coming to realize. I've said this before. I'm not a mental health all-star. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, the pandemic has shown a lot about people, especially like in the in the while I go to right now, it's shut down to COVID. <laughs> I realize that there's a lot of people out there, and I'm not going to get into specifics, but they order, they don't know what they're getting. They order by the color. There's these, because they're like, cause they have to make them for you. Yeah. So they don't, they're just like, all right, what, what would you like in it? And they're just like, mm, the brown. <laughs> it's a that flavor. Tastes it's a flavor. You know that, right? So I just came to, see, I was like talking to Spain. And wow, I was like, dude, holy fuck. All these people are ordering due to flavors. They're like third graders. It's like all these people in Wow are just getting their favorite colors. No idea what they the do. Fuck say it is. you should eat the rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing that. I don't think they're talking about sauces though. I think they're talking about like vegetables and fruits and shit. Oh, this man. is just creamer. <laughs> Even the sugar. Spade told me the sugars are like. Do you want the yellow white, or the white? White and yellow. Yeah. Whoa. I have no clue what they're putting in their bodies. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I mean, I, I live, I, I actually, I live by the worst Wawa on Aramingo Avenue. The one, oh, the, the one up chief. further? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that that's two lights away from my yeah. house. Is that the one where the guy got knocked out recently? Uh, I don't, uh, possibly. I mean, you're going to be more specific, but <laughs> yeah. I know what video you're talking about. Yeah. No, nah, I, I don't know. It could be. But, uh, um, yeah. No, no one, dude, it's just obese people eating themselves to death. Fuck, man. Uh, there's, like, people at 8 o'clock in the morning with, like, 15 nerds ropes. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you yeah. up to? <laughs> and, like, they're 45, so it's just, like, it's not like you're a kid on spring break, like, on summer vacation. Yeah, I don't know what to do, man, because, uh, number one, I don't care about them. And, number two, it's, like, <laughs> I, I look at them, and I'm, like, Psh, if you just knew a little bit, bit, a little bit about nutrition, you'd be able to eat so much more food. Yeah. Like, I eat a ton more food than them, but a lot of it's, like, real food. It's not all, like... You know, Wawa's fucking hostess. people up right now. That stuff is not human food anymore. It yeah. used to be good. I remember yeah. when it used to be good, like way back in the day. But now, like the eggs and shit, like I'm just pissed I have to eat there. Yeah, their food's fucked up. I got I got out of it, and uh, thank goodness, you know, because the that that Wawa got shut down for COVID. Yep. Yeah. Their everyday programming. That's the next phase of my programming, and to going back to that meeting at Wes's, man. As awesome as it was seeing you come down the stairs and you being there with us, 
it really highlight highlight of the day for me, dude. Without it, dude, it was it felt like such a surreal experience, and I think I talked about it there. But the my last fucking bender happened literally across the street from where we had this fucking mastermind meeting, and it was like such a surreal experience. But not only that, but not only because of where it was, but who was there? Like Wes, by like the second sentence he said, I was interested in what he was saying, and then we did the fucking four hour podcast. I was like, yes, I need this. <laughs> And then Tim was there, and then Matt was there, and then having you there too, Spud, it, and hearing you talk about goals, because it's one thing to admire you for all the funny things you say and to know that you're a cool dude, but it it sends it into another fucking, it sends it into overdrive when you hear somebody talk about real shit and to talk about honest shit and to hear somebody's goals, because you immediately want to help them get to their goals. So I just want to say, like, it, it just, having you there... Being so open and honest, talking about your goals, meant a lot to me. It propelled me to working toward mine. Yeah, and like now when I find stuff on the internet that I think is like, you know, I, I'm like, oh, this is dad meat stuff, and then I'll save it, uh-huh. like on my phone. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it it's a it's a better vibe than all the hate and shit that you can find on the internet and stuff. The Matt and Shane subreddit, dude. I'd burn that place down if I could. <laughs> <laughs> it's all those people from Comptown that came on. Yeah, no, there's some good boys. There's some bubs yeah, in there's there. There's some, there's some bubs on the boys. Matt and Shane subreddit, for sure. Solid. But um, the Comptown boys from Brooklyn, dude. Get out of here. We don't need you. They're, they're all, they've all been poisoned by uh, irony and fucking just... Yeah, they're, you know what it is? It's like if they took anything seriously, they'd have to take an honest look at themselves and that would just destroy them. That's what we mm-hmm. don't get because they'll like comment on the shit we say. And like when we were talking with Matt and Shane on the last one, I was saying how like I wasn't that into a chick anymore. So I stopped having sex with her. And like, that's a good bit. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? Uh, like, that's not yeah. a bit. That's just like what a human should do. Oh, dude. Yeah. Earnest conversation. That was my that was my biggest fears because I have no interest in sustaining a podcast where we're just like going from bit to bit yeah like because i can't we would have given up already yeah i don't have the energy for that i'm not really built for it yeah and uh it would just seem so phony if i tried to do it so i was like all right well if we do a podcast where we're just having real conversations i think i think very quickly people will be able to convince me to kill myself by making (laughs) (laughs) well that's that's like spade was bringing up uh the way Matt and Shane work and the way you guys work, it works because you guys are actually friends. Like, there's a lot True. of like the D bags from like LA that are just like forming podcasts and they're trash because they obviously don't like each other and like yeah. they're just doing it just to make a dollar. So the shit, it, it's easier to listen to with you guys than it is all those. We are also ones. totally just trying to make dollars too. Yeah, but I mean, no, we talk all day long. We are, man. So. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have a moral responsibility to try to make dollars. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's yeah, all that is. Finish. Yeah, exactly. Um, you got real lives. In regards to starting this, man, like there were there were a couple things that that I know we wouldn't be here talking if they didn't happen. One, if Matt didn't bring it up when we were on Matt and Shane, and two, you being so open to working on shit and being so having these honest conversations because that I really noticed the change in you um, shortly before like we started the podcast. I felt like things started to like be different, and I really respected that about you. But then as we progress into this and week after week having honest conversations, it's it's a whole nother level of respect. Like to to me, like you were always the funniest person and somebody who, who was such a great friend. But then when you really fucking learn like what's making somebody tick and hearing them say really honest shit about not only things that they want, but shit that really bothers them. That it's really good, dude. What's not it good? It turns into psyops, dude, because they <laughs> knows what pisses me off and just kills me. 
It uses it. Yeah, well, that's fine. I like that. No, that's also fun. That's fun. That's yeah. that's rumpus. Yeah, well, that's rumpus, rumpus, and like that's what I think is like a mental program or like an emotional program. Oh yeah, Being you know what I mean? To... Like you can't just you can't just lift weights and just you know it's not all about physical stuff. Like well, now when you, you know? when you were gro- so so for Mike to take the intimate details that I give him every week, or even or someone that I know who listens. For th- for them to take like the honest things that I say and make fun of me for them, to me that is that's almost next door to affection. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> that's not psyops to me. To me, that's like, oh, you care. But psyops you know? are fun, and we have them all the time. Yeah, yeah. but that <laughs> did bring up a good point, dude. It is very nice to get psyop because you have to be able to fucking bat that shit off and see mm-hmm. it coming. Because mm-hmm. if not, you get it's training. It's, in life. it's really training. That's what I, that's what I was everyone's like, trying uh, to pull psyop on you every time you fucking meet them. It's like working out. Even if they don't know. Sometimes oh, yeah. they don't know. They're that's just what, like, here's all my negative feelings. No, Why don't you do, deal with them? Projection is their weapon, yeah. bro. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one, dude. I like that. Projection is their weapons. The main thing I've been trying to teach Bill because if somebody's coming at you, man, that's not you. You know what I mean? Like for years in my house, like – I had no heat, no windows. It would rain in there, and I would just be like fighting off my own mental demons of I did this to myself. Mm. I have to, only I can get myself out of this. And like when other people come at you with their weird, insecure shit, you're like, oh, you're just like a pussy in your head. You <laughs> that's know what it. I mean, dude, that's that's as simple yeah, as dude. it is, dude. Because it's like all I care about is the fucking natural forces, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then getting having money for food. Everything else you're saying to me is fucking. Your daddy didn't like you enough or something. <laughs> Absolutely. Or like it's they don't know how to process when someone else hands them negativity and shit like that. So it's like are you going to be are you going to be like at the bottom of the bad feelings cascade or whatever? Yeah, dude, and at the bottom of all this shit, it's people that are afraid to have honest conversations with themselves. And I have a quote that I wrote down that I really want to read. Yeah, go it for it, dude. So I said this is from Marianne Williamson. Uh, she ran for president. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our deepest fear is not. Hold on. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. That lines up exactly. I mean, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's, yeah. it's all the good things about people. They're afraid to like really use them because they're like they're terrified. It's like people are afraid to program because they think they're being. Um, Gay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true, dude. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> dude, that, that's the truth. And I feel like you see that. Like with the projection thing, you see it in anybody. You, I think people want to improve themselves. But the second that, that first inkling of um, a vulnerability creeps in, it's just like, ah, fuck that. No, that's a fucking gay dude. That's where all that fucking gay shit creeps in. Yeah. Yeah. And it really takes somebody who's, you know, even if you don't have the confidence to start, but having the courage to fucking get to the point where it's say, all right, I'm going to feel this while also moving myself forward. Yeah, when you're trying to do something, when you're trying to do something and you think you can do it and someone else is going to come at you and say like, oh man, you don't do that. You're not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck it. Just do this. It's mm-hmm. like, that's them. It's usually yeah. not even that you know direct. I mean? It's not even that direct. It's usually like a snide remark. It's like it's a psyop. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they don't even have the confidence to commit to shitting on you. Yeah. Right. And it's like, ah, all right, well. Dude, that's been... doing this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bulk of the fucking bitch baby shit talking we've got since doing this podcast from peers, we recognize it. And it's like, we'll send it to each other. Like, have you seen this? 
And it's somebody doing that shit where it's not just like, fuck these guys. It's somehow mentioning us or shit that we talk about in a fucking, in a fucking yeah, downputting way. We don't way. have to fuck around yeah, with that shit. Com- <laughs> the comedy world dude. Adult comedy shit mind. is fucking yeah. weird, man. Well, because they all live in a world where they've never faced consequences. Yeah, good point. And that's, the, that's where all this stems from. But then again, I also never left Philadelphia, so I have no idea what the real comedy is. Oh, yeah. I mean, like. I'm like, as I get older, I realize how poor I am and how dumb I am. <laughs> Every like, day, those dude. Those two things, I'm like, man. Every day. That's me. This is a lot worse than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing is you have the, you're having the best possible reaction to that. I uh, guess, yeah. I mean, dude, I've, I've been thinking about – you guys started talking about your loser. Well, I don't know if you said it, but in my head, I started saying, like, my loser self. So, like, I have my loser self. That's your blueprint. You were, my you were designed to be a loser. Yeah, like, my loser... Like, were you guys talking about that? I don't know. Anyway, Almost every probably. week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, my loser self. A lot of people, when you... All right, so I'm not a psychologist or anything. This goes a lot better when Matt... This is why I want to do this with Matt. Because me and Matt have these conversations all the time. And... Uh, the training wheels are off, dude. It's all yeah, this yeah, stuff. This stuff. Uh, Foot to the gas. So, when I think that... If you don't – so, like, you have your loser self, and you're like, I don't want to be that guy anymore. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever work with guys in the program. Like, I do construction, so there's a ton of AA dudes. And they'll their vibe is kind of like pushing away their past self. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that you have to grab your loser self because he's along for the ride with you. Like you got to give mm-hmm. him a hug and okay. be like, dude, we listen to Dad Me now. We program now. This is what <laughs> yeah. we do. Oh, that's great, man. You know what I mean? Okay. This is how we do this. Wow, because I was you know I, mean? I was all about just you know hitting eject on. Him. Nah, man, my like the old Spud is here. He's along for the ride. He's cringy as fuck. We don't even like to look at him. <laughs> Whoa. You know what I mean? But like you have to you have to bring your loser self along with you for the ride. You gotta integrate your loser self into your own self instead. Of, most of the time, people what well, me and Mac, I I talked to Matt about this about people build mechs. Like you, you know what mechs are, right? Do I ever? <laughs> <laughs> so there's like different kind of mechs you could build. Like so, some people will, out of insecurity or fear or like some childhood trauma, will build like a mech around them to protect them. Mm. And there's adults walking around in mechs, and you don't need the fucking mech, dude. Dude, my, take it the fuck off. Oh my god, get out of the you know exoskeleton. Get dude. out of it. You don't bro. need it. We don't need it. My mech is an exact replica of the car that Paul Walker died in. <laughs> <laughs> But dude, that that's such a fucking healthy way to talk about all day long. But that is such a healthy way to look at it because you know going to the AA thing, like I've been through that, and as much as I I love so many aspects of it, that's one thing that you hear the most is people saying I'm not that anymore, I'm not that anymore. It's like okay, that's fine. Yeah, Yeah. why not just take that along for the ride? Because you're never going to fucking get over that shit. Yeah, if you're just saying that doesn't that's not me anymore. That's not me. You even said it earlier. Like I'm like a werewolf. You know what I mean? It's like if you have that mindset that there's this like other you you know what i mean yeah. like you have to level him up he's back there yeah. you know what i mean and you got to be like dude we don't do that shit anymore spud one you know thing I, mean? I started doing was when i start drifting back into whether it's bitch baby ways or just fucking shit that i know is going to fuck me up as you peel back the onion like i see so much of this shit just originated from when i was little so when i feel like i'm really on the verge of getting fucked up like i will literally envision me, me sitting next to my version of a kid, my my younger self, kid self, and at that point it's just like I'm not going to do this fucked up shit in front of this kid. Damn, and a dude. lot of times, like that's enough to help me make the right decision in that moment. That's tough. Fuck. 
That's crazy because a lot of the kids that like that are coming out of like is there's so many kids are fucked up on heroin and all that stuff yeah. and they're all coming out of AA. They kind of get fucked up because when they come out, they get a job at like Whole Foods and it's like, oh my god, you're, everyone starts worshiping them and they forget about that they stole from every fucking one of their family members. So those kids need to remember that because if they come out, they're at Whole Foods for like three weeks and then they're walking around like they're the fucking the king. Yeah. Like these yeah. people need to start remembering what they did and bringing that along. Yeah, it's like they're all. A lot of those kids are fucking bona fide assholes because I mm-hmm. deal with them constantly. Dude, f- the, oh, the, the, like the newly recovered, like younger person, yeah. where like everyone in their family's like, I you're, I can't believe how good you're doing. Exactly, and it's like, dude, you're a shit. dickhead last year. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't even like that, a, a full year, and you're a dickhead stealing from everyone. Yeah, nobody's more obnoxious than people with months of sobriety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle Charlie said something like that before. Yeah, like one thing I wanted to say was. Um, when a Matt, uh, when Matt was doing his podcast, like I had only I heard about Rogan and stuff, and I had only really listened to Matt's podcast, and then he showed me the Jordan Peterson stuff, and then I was like, "This is the shit." Yeah, you know what I mean. And then as soon as that became like that, as soon as I like something, they're like, "No, no, no, you can't have that. That's Ooh, fucking white supremacy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pee pee smacked, man. Yeah, I got my pee pee smacked. Really, they don't like it when white guys program, man. They get scared. Not at all. Not at all. People get. They very started screaming into your headset. It's oh, yeah. true. It's I, that's a shame because I I did I dude I also got roped into the I don't want to say roped into I, I read a bunch of Jordan Peterson shit the non controversial shit like the the stuff about I was like, just watching know. the psychology classes Matt was like check this yeah. out I I got tripped up on actually I I, I loved his thing about like uh, like changing your posture to to trick your brain chemistry yeah. into thinking that yeah. you're not of a total How's fucking that loser. not cool dude dude a week later I was like shoulders back right yeah eyes forward chin up. It that was like that was why we have dabbing. I mean, I went yeah. through that was why, dude. A week of walking with my shoulders back is why we have. I went this. through most of my childhood staring at my feet. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, it's so funny that shit that's like so simple can make such a huge impact, and that's one thing that Tim and I talked about from the beginning was like there was nobody in in our lives to give us these simple this simple blueprint for just a baseline before it's just like okay, do what you need to do in life. Yeah. And having to fucking play catch up is difficult, but you have no choice. Well, you do have a choice. You got a choice to be a fucking bitch baby your entire life, or you could just say like, "All right, I'm going to figure it out now." And not only am I going to help myself, but when I see somebody in that position, I'm going to be better primed to fucking help them do it. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what me and Spade talk about sometimes. That like chicks fucking do all the time, where it's like they'll tell their friends the wrong thing to do. So like mm-hmm. say like they're 30, That's the yeah, say yeah. They're, they're 30 <laughs> yes. years old and they just got broken up with by their fucking boyfriend. And they see a chick who's like 22 in a happy relationship with their boyfriend. They'll start fucking telling them, Oh no, that's not right. You got to do something else. And I'm not, and I'm, they, they, they won't even like say they don't do it. Girls say they do it. They'll bring all their other friends down their level. So they all can be fucking miserable together. And I, yep. and that's not just men do this too. Yeah. Right. But it's definitely more like a female psychology thing. I think well, with men, like, it's just like mostly ball taps. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you flip the script on it, it's like, here's me and Bill chilling here, and I'm helping Bill program. And, like, sometimes Pusat agents try to help the younger girls, and they, like, try to sabotage their li- – yeah. like, I'm not trying to sabotage him. I'm trying to lift him up. Right. We're trying to ascend. Yeah. True, dude. I'm sorry. Are you saying Pusad? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I know what that means, but if someone's listening, it doesn't know You know, Pusad. like, the Mossad, the, the Jewish CIA, whatever the fuck you want to Israeli. call it. Israeli. Yeah, Israeli. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 
it's like they're just like they they go in like incognito they fuck shit up cause chaos all that shit this is and what it's the all does to us it's a worldwide web <laughs> this is why we're alone and like chi- a lot of chicks are saying not all of them because some chicks are beautiful angels and we fucking love them <laughs> yeah we, we don't hate those angels. girls we fucking love them but there's a lot of girls waitresses bartenders all that stuff <laughs> that they're just fucking shit up and they're like, oh, well, you can go with him. He has, like, me and Spade know, like, a person, he, he was, like, he's sick or whatever. And, like, they're like, oh, well, I, like, I didn't know he wasn't rich, like, when all this happened. It's like, I thought he had more money, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you're a fucking bitch. Like, this dude let you live at his house, and, like, he's sick. And the first thing you're thinking is, what's my next move? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Phil's real MGTOW vibe, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I I approach everything with caution because you don't want to get fucked up. No, my 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 vision of Billy is he's a rugged individualist. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Your program's tight as fuck. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Tight. Sometimes. Yeah. Not all the time. Sometimes I chip. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But we try to like nothing crazy. But like I'll just do some dumb shit. Like if like it's all night while out. Yeah. Like sometimes like Spade would be like. Why the fuck are you doing this with this girl? Now, I'm not saying I'm a fucking pussy monster. You're but getting like, around, dude. You're swinging. Nah, not, you're, not really. Dude, not you're really. slinging bird. No, 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 no. No sling. <laughs> There's it, no sling. But like if, if I'm doing something dumb, like if you're with a girl and you know you're not going to be with her, break up with her. Because you're waiting. Like she has. That's like Spade talks about. You have karmic debt. If you have a chick who was in her fertile years, let's get scientific here. Sure. If they're in their fertile years and you fucking waste them just to fuck them and lead them on. So you're gonna have to pay for that some way in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you well, should, you're not you doing yourself any favors. Like that. Yeah. So, That's like, your time too. Oh yeah, I know. So like, you wanna you wanna utilize that wisely. So like, this is the main thing. What I told Spade, I fucking hate dating apps. Like all that shit, it's just it's destroying families pretty much. Like before it even happened. Like because all these chicks, if it that they don't work anything out because they this happens, they'll get in an argument. And be like, well, fuck, I'll just go to this other match. So we need to chill. Anyone who listens to this podcast, chill with dating apps. That shit isn't made by Christians. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, well, I, I also think that uh, I don't know anyone in my life who has found a meaningful relationship on a dating app. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Can no. you think of a, a single person or couple? No. No? I I know one, but the guy's obviously gay. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna fizzle out. <laughs> you met him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. Definitely stay off dating apps. If you're gay, just do whatever you want because you can adopt the kid and whatever. You can have a family. The See, other th- the other thing I want to say, not to change the subject or anything. I just want to get through my notes, man. It's a golden opportunity here. I didn't know you had notes. I love this, man. No, yeah, but yeah, do I not just, worry, man. We're drilling this you. It's just part of my program. Um, this is a tight program. It takes courage to program, and For it sure. hurts to take a look at your loser self. That's a main Absolutely. thing. If you're listening and you're not programming yet, think about it. Spud, I got, I got chills when you said that because – Literally fucking minutes before I left to pick up Tim and come to Billy's, I was reading a book that um, Matt recommended called The Courage to Create. And the entire first chapter is on having the courage to fucking do what's right and just knowing you're going to get shit. Like when, when you start doing things that are for personal benefit but not at anybody else's detriment, 
you're going to face fucking opposition and you're going to get fucking hammered because you're going to get the good, but you're going to get the bad that comes with the good. Right. And the thing is, you, you get no matter how bad it is, it's like there, there's no there's an illusion out there that when people have things, it's like, oh, it just happened for them. Why does it happen to me? It's just all bad things that happen to me. No, it's that a lot of times like when people have good shit, it's because they have the courage to just say, fuck it. I'm doing my own shit anyway because I know this is going to benefit me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's something Damn. that I really wanted to make. When sure you uh, right when when you make an uh, a, an earnest effort towards something, or you you try to add something to your life that wouldn't just fall into your lap through you know clocking in and clocking out. When you when you actually like reach for something that isn't clear, or you have to like cut your own path, the amount of unnecessary negativity you encounter is unbelievable. Oh, well, yeah. I I encounter most of it in my own head. Hmm. Like, well, that's the that's the fight for me. It's all fiction, though. And then the sick feeling in your stomach when you read stuff on the internet about yourself. I'm not used to that. I mean, I know you guys did stand up and, uh, oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. So you guys, uh, when you guys were doing the Delco proper thing, mm-hmm. Matt, I remember Matt was working with me and I was just like, dude, why are these guys keeping you out so late? What the fuck is this? Like, this is retarded. You know what I mean? Tight. And Matt downplayed the shit out of that. Like, I had no idea that was such a big deal for you guys. Well, it wasn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but and I'm just saying, like... That was an almost big yeah, deal Yeah, like, for I was us. sitting there with Matt, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, man? And then, like, I had no idea. Like, Matt was like, oh, yeah, it's just a little show they're making, like, little webisodes. Yeah. It was crushing. And yeah, it's it's some It's you know. something, like, at the time, we were so convinced at a certain point um, that everything was going to work out, and... Our tickets were punched. Dude, I, I wrote my resignation letter to my job and had it saved on my computer because I was like, I know this day's oh. coming that I'm going to be able to fucking hit send on this motherfucker. And we filmed the pilot. Everything went awesome. And then it's like, all right, we're just waiting. We're just waiting. We're just waiting. And then I'll never forget. I was coming out of jujitsu and I looked at my phone and it was um, one of our co-stars on the show, Shannon DeVito. Um, I saw a Gmail email from her and it just said, ugh. And I instantly knew what it was. Uh, and I was like, I don't know what to do now. And for the next three days, it was like, okay, well, it might get bought by somebody else. And it's like, okay, this is reassuring. But then as maybe like two weeks went by, the reality started to set in like, this isn't going to work out. And everything that I constructed in my mind for probably the last two years, and it wasn't anything like elaborate, like I'm going to be fucking doing coke with the Kembe Mutumbo and, yeah. and fucking limos. <laughs> it was, I'm going to be able to provide a nice fucking home for my family i'm gonna be able to live where i want to live i'm not gonna have to worry about how i'm gonna have money for bills it was just like that's gone and i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do now well you guys overcame that and the rear view mirrors are off now (laughs) that's the truth brother you're on fire dude because i i I had i had not i mean not like that i had a similar freak out uh where i was working on my house and so i have a house and that was an accomplishment to like get it to where it was and I found out that one of the walls was not safe. And I had to take, I thought I was going to lose my, I was living with my dog and I thought the city was going to kick me out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was losing my shit. Yeah, it was yeah. like borderline schizophrenic, like freaking. I was, Dude, I, get it, <laughs> I was a Looney Tune. And like when I hear you guys talking about that, I'm like, I have like PTSD of like, oh, I've, I've overcome something like that before. And I think if you have had like a bad thing, and then you come out of it swinging still. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a beast. Fuck everybody. Dude, without a doubt, Spud. You know and what I mean? One of, the, one of the things that I appreciate so much about this is not only getting to fucking have meaningful conversations with, with you guys, but the fact that, like, 
Tim and I are doing this, and we're, we're, we're just entirely supported by the people that listen to this show. It's not like we got to wait for this person to make a decision and hope yeah, that yeah. they say this. Or please like us. There was there was a lot of like please please please. I promise please, we'll please. be woke. I yeah, promise we'll, be good. we'll make yeah. jokes that have the good opinions I mean, in them. I, I don't know if you guys would have survived anyway. No, dude, <laughs> dude, it's funny. It's it's clear. I know. I thought when the fucking kung flu thing happened, I was like, that's rainy. Dude. Now, I, <laughs> I, I would have if sure. I was asked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, like that's. There was always like that, like I was always, I actually went through and I deleted, like there were very specific words, you know, you can go on Twitter and say, find anything that I tweeted yeah, with yeah. this word. There were some very unsavory words that I looked up. <laughs> Dude, it took me like three fucking days to go through and delete all this shit. Like everything well, that I could think of that might have been offensive. Tweeting about fucking little kids. So. Yeah. <laughs> that shit. Is, then, been, you, then you'd get a show. Dude, yeah. I'm, it's not a joke, dude. Like we, we look. It's fucking brutal. Who tweeted about fucking little kids? Rain Wilson, Fuck, fucking James Gunn, Chrissy Teigen, James Gunn. Oh, fucking I know James, James Franco. Gunn. Like yeah. all these people are tweeting the most fucked up shit, and like, you, like that's what everyone on Matt and Shane thinks. Me and Spade just sit there and like we're like two David Ikes talking about conspiracies. Yeah, yeah. We like we David Ike, but I'm saying like <laughs> David Ike's a good conspiracy. Couldn't hold guy. a candle to him, dude. He's a good conspiracy guy, but like we don't we don't just talk about that, but like. Fuck's sake, man. Like, when you start looking into all this stuff, dude, you don't even want to be in fucking Hollywood. That shit's <laughs> fucked up. That's true. That's true. We did fucking dodge a bullet, dude. Exactly. It's so gross. But, like, those would be our peers. If we, if we like, quote, unquote, made it. It would suck. The people we'd be surrounded by. Like, could you imagine if we were, like, nah, I'm not going to say anything else, dude. I'm just. We would be. I would sound bitter, and that's not me. <laughs> that's not me. No, yeah, I'm happy with what I got. Brutal people. I have a lovely family. I have an awesome. <laughs> I have You're not an awesome a pedophile. podcast. <laughs> yeah, not a pedophile. Um, but I was, I was actually just. Uh, I don't know if you were there, but we were chatting about this on the the Twitch this week, and someone was talking about how I use like really terrible words that I shouldn't use, and I, I make really terrible jokes I shouldn't use. But it's clear when you get to know my heart that they're jokes so it's like yeah let's just have a good time it's just fun it's just fun it's just fun that's all it is dude yeah that's there's like, no hate in my heart me and spade are working on that <laughs> on what just being good old boys yeah no kidding <laughs> I, I fucking see it it's documented i want to get we're at uh in a couple minutes let, can we do you guys have time to switch over to a patreon in a couple minutes oh yeah because i want to i want to talk awesome. like some specifics about programming with you guys because yeah. I, I mean I'm, I, I'm here for you guys i like oh i Hey. You are talking to a god, a godfather right here. I'm Spades Maya's godfather, Matt's daughter. Oh, oh, is that true? Congrats, dude. Congratulations. Oh, perfect. That's a perfect choice for a godfather. I've never been honored before with like, you know. Oh, man. You know? Well, you deserve it, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy, yeah. When we were uh, when we were designing our programs together I, and just listening to you talk the specifics about like what you actually want out of life and your goals – it was so the scope was so different from anything I had in mind, but it was also so honest and uh, relatable that I couldn't. I was just like giggling with my mouth open. It was so funny. It was I so mean, funny. Wesley's goals were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was tough to keep up with, dude. That is first class goal setting. Like when he when he showed his, he's got he had like a pamphlet bill, and it was like. Not only the shit that he wanted to accomplish, but broken down step by step. This is how I'm going to do like, it. It's, that incre AI. it's incremental. <laughs> Dude, he is, man. When he was saying shit like, by this date, I will have made $450,000, yeah. and here's how I'll have done it. And he like he had his fingers tended yeah, the whole that's time. that's the most and confident I, thing he could possibly he, do. Exactly. And he went first. And then 
I was like looking at my list and I wrote down, I was like, I'm going to learn how to do a backflip. I was like, oh my God, I'm a fucking idiot. What's wrong with me? Crossing out, I will get on stage with Disturbed. <laughs> By the way, I have a backup. I have a backflip coach now. Who is it? Uh, shout out Eric Lowry, uh, an OG bub from when I was a kid. He, he, dude. He he's he's got me on a backflip program. Wow, oh, you bet! Like just on ground backflip. He wants backflip. to do a yeah. standing. I'm trying backflip. to do a standing backflip. I only did one off a picnic table one time. That's I've, it. I've did done you a nail million it? off. Of, I got it. Yeah, right. But it was just like, he's talking ground to ground. The ground's hard. I've done yeah. a million into pools. Yeah, I've done a, eight million on trampolines. I, I, it's time for kid stuff to end, dude. We're yeah. doing a standing backflip on the ground. Big boy time. Hopefully before the summer. But uh, yeah, Eric, my boy Eric hit me up. And because uh, I posted an Instagram story, my wife filmed me trying to do them in my house. I set up two kid mattresses <laughs> and, uh, dude, I landed on the top of my head on oh. one of my attempts. But they were so soft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the precautions were taken. I was I was good. But, uh, dude, the I found a YouTube video and this guy was explaining how, like, you put your hand on the ground behind you and you kind of go, like, sideways around. Instead of up and over, you could do, like, a diagonal, right? And you work your way up from, like, doing that onto a mattress. Then you put your hand on the floor and you do it. And then it's like, all right, now it's time to go up and over. Makes more sense, yeah. Yeah, so I was trying that onto these kid mattresses. And there is a moment where it's like, first of all, when I was walking, I was pacing around my living room. I've been doing, like, squat jumps and, like, tuck jumps and shit like that. Like, trying to get the mechanics down. Yeah. And I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling light Is on your my house feet. connected to another house? Yeah. They must not They're know dealing what the with fuck's this. going on. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, if they can hear me over fucking reggaeton, then yeah, good, good for point. them. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm got it, I got it all down, dude. I'm feeling fucking strong. I'm feeling tight. I can feel my fucking abs on fire. And uh, I go over, and I'm, I'm as soon as I get my feet into the position where I'm going to do this attempted backflip onto these mattresses, my whole body clams up. Like I go completely rigid. Bitch my up. stomach hurts. Yeah. I bitch up hard. <laughs> I, and I can't get past it. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to try to do it anyway. And it looks ugly. And you can tell that I'm not committing. Like, you can tell Ooh. that like I go down and I go to come up and it's just, it's not, it's not there mentally. It's, it's the exact same feeling as when my own boner tip yeah. was coming toward my mouth. Bring it's like fall. I completely freeze up and freak out. Dude, when your dick was coming close to your mouth, was the Jaws music playing in your head? <laughs> Yo, when, if you really want to do it, you should take a blue chew. See how big you can get. Whoa. Very good idea. Wow, Spud. Spud. That's a very good idea. So Jesus like fucking Christ. So what did it even do for you? So, uh, oh, my God. Anyway, so my buddy Eric, uh, my, my wife Instagrammed me trying to do these backflips, and the attempt she put on Instagram wasn't that bad. So I regrammed it. And my buddy Eric hit me up. He was like, dude, I can still do a backflip. Let me coach you through this. So I didn't have, I didn't have time to go through all of his tips today, but uh, he he was messaging me. He showed me videos. And like this dude's 35 years old, and he took a video of himself doing a backflip in his backyard. <laughs> That's there. fucking aggressive. And I was like, bro, thank you so fucking much. He like laid the entire thing out. He's like, here's what you're doing wrong. Here's what you need to work on. Um, so I'm, I'm 100% committed. I think, what's today? It's almost April. Before May, I will have a standing backflip. This is good. Spud, I just want to thank you for bringing up Blue Chew. I think that would work for Tim. And I just want to let everybody know that this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. And Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. You guys ever had Blue Chew? Nah, I've yeah. been dying to have Spade's one. Spade's just dude. trying to jerk off with one to see what's good. Dude, that, that, that's what I do all the time. <laughs> 
just yeah. marathon jerk sessions, and it's the fucking best. Feels like you're beating it with the Infinity Gauntlet on. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, like, I'm getting older, and I just started to notice. I'm like, whoa. I was like, when was the last time my dick was fully hard? Because, I mean, there's no girls around. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if there's no girl around after a while, I think it's like a diminishing. Thing, so are you just, yeah. like, fully wooded? It's great, dude. It's it, – it t- it, I'm with you, Spud, in the, like, it takes, like, there's a lot of times where it's, like, it, it takes a lot of doing, and then you get to a point, and it's just, like, all right, I, I got to get it in this in this time frame. <laughs> but, dude, with fucking Blue Chew, it's the second you're ready to go, it'll stay that way for a while. Fuck yeah. It's not, dude, it's not always on, dude. You're not locked no, into boners. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, when the boner comes, it's... You just stare out your window with a full <laughs> boner, and just looking down just opening the curtains. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, if any of you are interested in trying this, and Spud, take advantage of this, too. If you go to bluechew.com, type in promo code FATBIRD. Yeah, FATBIRD, yeah. FATBIRD, promo code. <laughs> you get free samples. You just gotta, you gotta pay five bucks for shipping. Whatever. And it's super quick, dude. Like, they'll have, like, you'll fill out the form, and then they'll... Um, I'm going to do it, because I want to do blue chews and take a dick pic and put it on the fucking some kind of social media. Whoa. Be funny as shit. Paige, you can put it on my yeah. Facebook. Yeah. 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 Post yeah. your meat on my Spade's fucking Facebook. Put, like, a full chewed, like, a chewed up meat. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it is refreshing, though. Yeah, you know yeah. where you can put that? The War Mode Patreon. Shout exactly. So we're just going to turn Spade into a cam girl. I'm going to give back, dude. I'm not going to – if I'm going to suck a bird for the first time, even if it's my own, I'm not sucking a blue chew bird the first time, dude. That's, but it might give you that extra length or – It know, may, maybe. but I'm not I'm not suited for that, suck-wise. Well, dude, I, even when I was young and I tried that, I remember even with my young 14-year-old brain going, yeah, but do I even want to come in my mouth? Exactly. I remember – I remember, bro. That's just other people's negativity. And I was a real childish kid. Like I remember, me and my little brother used to uh, tie socks around our heads and play ninjas. Like I wasn't like a fourteen-year-old that was like finger banging chicks. Like, I was, you know what I mean? Like I was just getting boners and playing with them. And I was like, I had I had like little kid navy blue sweatpants on, and I like pulled it down. And I was like, I'll give this a shot. You know? Well, that's what Spade's the oldest, and he went to school with my brother. And he told me that, like, he didn't, like, have any older brother. Like, I knew about all this shit. Oh, yeah, his older brother told me about they jerking off. They told him about jerking off, and he didn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I went home. Oh, we were at this kid's birthday party, and his brother was like, dude, just do this. Told me how to do it. I went home. I, got, I told my parents, I was like, I gotta take a shower, which was bizarre. <laughs> I just went upstairs, took a shower, and I jerked off in the I jerked off in the shower on my knees, like facing away from the water. And then I I was like facing Mecca. Yeah, I was like whoa. And then I went in my I walked into my bedroom and I immediately did it again. And then I was like, this is gonna be a problem. <laughs> it was like I unlocked a new part of like the video game. I was like, oh no. That's so he completely crusted a carpet in his house, completely oh, yeah. unaware of the fact. He was doing it. I had no idea that you couldn't just come and go like this on the carpet to get rid of it. So at my house, in front of the TV, at my house, in front of our TV, was just like matted down oh, carpet. <laughs> my parents would go away, and I'd turn on Cinemax and just go to town. Shannon Tweed, Eric Roberts. <laughs> That's what we were talking about last week was uh, those fucking 90s movie boners. That might have been, I don't think... That's what Blue Chew is. Yeah. I need Blue Chew to get me that involuntary 90s movie boner. Someone hit me with, um, oh, what was it? Cameron Diaz in one of the movies she was in. I don't know. 
Oh, somebody actually mentioned her. I think it's in the Patreon where somebody mentioned her in that movie. I used to get real wholesome uh, boners. Do you guys remember the movie from like the eighties where uh, the it was a young teen couple that got pregnant and yeah. they left school yeah. and they get an apartment together and they take a shower together and <laughs> I fucking. It was a guy with dark hair. Yeah. And Molly Ringwald, I think. Molly Ringwald was in it, I think. And then there's another girl that's the girl that got knocked up, I think. I can't remember, but. What the fuck was that movie? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It used to be on TNT and shit like that. Let me find this boner. But yeah, what the fuck was that? Real wholesome boners. I think I think it was three words made up the title. Oh, I uh, also I I struggled to come up with my ultimate last week. While while you try to recall that, I struggled to come up with my ultimate last week. I got it. What is ultimate? It was uh, the movie Gia with Angelina Jolie. Okay, uh, yeah. All right. Was that the one where like her tits are in it? Yeah. I think I remember watching that. I was fucked. Like it was a pretty lame, pretty yeah, lame lesbian scene. I was so fucked. Yeah, my every like all my brothers like they just completely fucked me up. So, I I think when I was in like fourth and fifth grade, first successful beat mission was to on a portable DVD player busting up my butt volume two. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good first. Dude. No, it wasn't. That was, it was like a real low quality like pimple on ass porn that like I got out of my brother's like Velvet Underground CD case. That's yeah. That's that's not towing the water, beating off. That's yeah. Then like after that, first. like my brother came, my one brother came home for the summer, and we like tried to find the worst video on the internet, and that's the year I found BME Pain Olympics. Hell like, yeah! I was in, like sixth grade. Fuck yeah! Oh he showed God. us BME Pain Olympics. We were like, yeah. ah, that was wild. Spud, <laughs> four keeps. Okay, yeah. Hmm, never heard of four keeps. Yeah, man, that was a good one. It was a good one. I'm gonna avoid it. I don't know, just the it was a weird sell. <laughs> yeah. That movie thirteen used to get me fucked up when I was young. 13. That was a fucking crazy movie. The two like that. chicks that were like high school chicks. How old are you now? I'm twenty seven. Wow. Man. Just a young blood. <laughs> yeah, you, you come off older. Yeah. I'm I'm hanging out with old wizards. That's all I don't really chill with younger people. <laughs> Good, dude. That, when I start, when I stopped going out, a lot of people I hung out with, like not even like on weird shit. I just like I wasn't going out, so like I pretty much just programmed with old dudes. No, smart move. <laughs> Obviously, sitting in the fucking sauna, the Greek sauna, dude. Everyone's got a toga on. Nah, we just chill and like talk about sports and stuff. We don't do any of that weird stuff. Yeah, okay, dude. <laughs> what was who 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 brought it up recently that it was like that was that was what the uh, the, the Greek philosophers were doing? They're just watching young dudes wrestle and then teaching them about philosophy. I don't know. I don't know if someone said it to me if I heard it on something, but it's uh Plato, Aristotle, and suck all of these. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite gay Greek philosopher. Um I all right, we're gonna we're gonna hop over to the Patreon to continue this, but before we do, I do want to talk about war mode. Yeah, I mean Yeah, we have to make a podcast first, so Yeah, we we're on we have another recording and then we're just gonna do a regular podcast and figure out that board behind you. It's a lot harder to edit Phone calls than I thought. Yeah, so we'll just I don't do know normal ass podcasts. Like I humans. thought you were gonna do the phone calls unedited, unedited. Yeah, uh, it's unedited, but like there's some uh, there's some parts like where I just hit record and we talk all day. Mm-hmm. So like there's parts where we're talking about just stuff that has no value to anyone's life. And there's like kinda, long periods of silence where I'm just painting and he's just. I'm like, singing, we're like, just that's on the road so again. fucking sweet. We're just talking like he like we talk all day. Do you guys ever think about like is there a way that you could just have that as like a like a like a streaming radio station that people could tune into? No. All I don't think anybody Dude, would want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what for? Just what would, for? Like, there's sometimes where shit gets a little heated, 
someone will cut me off, something will happen to Spade, and it's just like that's not for the airways. Yeah, but people know your people know your heart, dude. That's hell. <laughs> that's a very dark place that no one needs to hear about. Yeah, I thought about doing a live podcast on my commute because it takes me like forty five minutes to drive to work every day, mm-hmm. and just for something people for they, they can tune into. I mean, people seem to like the Twitch thing. Yeah, people are yeah. enjoying the Twitch thing. So I'm enjoying the just, Twitch thing. You know, that way you can play video games. God, I can't wait to just play video games full time. And dude, so don't undersell like just how, how um, what's the word I'm looking? Not not racist. not not yes, racist. <laughs> not marketable, but like intriguing. Both of you are. Uh, like whatever yeah. you We're did, if you were taking a shit and and Bill, if you if you went on YouTube and said, "Hey, I'm taking a shit," bloop, 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 bloop. so many people would just fucking log in to see it just because it's That's you. Porn. Yeah, <laughs> Space so definitely consider a webcam. <laughs> Yeah, that's why that's why we'll do the phone calls and like mix them up. But we figured it'd just be easier just to do at least once a week a normal ass podcast. Mm-hmm. Even though like we have like we're confu- we're just completely biased by all this because like you guys are comedians and like have tours and shit. Just like I'm you gonna, get like feedback. I'm gonna be at Fifth and Poplar switching you know a dumpster mean? next week if anyone wants to catch me. <laughs> but dude, <laughs> that's how I feel. you you now. are you are more intriguing and funny than any fucking dickhead with the podcast could dream of being. Sweet, true good to hear <laughs> i the dude please please just open up the phone call it's it's the entire work day right pretty much you're just yeah. on the phone let people just fucking tune in that would be so fucking and like i don't even know how you do that i don't either yeah. but there's got to be a way there's no way that's not already happening good so point. just leave that open leave that open comms all day <laughs> and then like people are people will be like tuning in like oh dude i was on at this time i caught this or this you know yeah. what i mean that's what i'm saying there are some PewDiePie slip-ups that we don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe my favorite slip-up of all time, though. So, dude, that should, that, dude, that should be like the $20 Patreon level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we said. Me and Spade said we could put a whole unedited one. Give us your social. And give us a naked picture of yourself, and we're good. <laughs> and uh, you're not going to use them. You just put them in a manila envelope. You, you put them in the case. safe. Mm-hmm. For sure, dude. Mutual DOS. Yes. That's all it is. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, we're gonna slide over the Patreon. I wanna, I wanna discuss uh, some of the uh, the nuts and bolts of the programs. Does that sound right? Yeah, it does. All right, sick. Because I, I still have a whole page to go through. Exactly. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Dude. <laughs> exactly. God damn, I so can't wait. Go over to Dad Meat Podcast or what is it? Patreon.com slash Dad Meat Podcast, and for a fucking dollar a month, you get in access to all of our shit. And uh, Oh yeah. Our thing is not $5. Yeah. There's a, I don't know. You got to show us how to do it. I don't know how to switch it to just only custom pledge. Cause there's $5 and there's custom pledge. So you can hit whatever you want. Like how do you get it to say $1? Yeah, this came. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I haven't, he'll tell you. Yeah. I'll figure it out. All right. But, tell uh, me. what up? <laughs> sorry. Sorry to interrupt. No, 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 it was fine. Um, yeah, that reminded me though. I wanted to thank all our fucking bubs out there because we just hit yeah. fucking five hundred patrons. Oh, I saw Patreon. that on the Reddit. How yeah. fucking sick is that? That's intense. It's fucking nuts, dude. I mean, it's crazy. Obviously, I, it was a stated goal, but I never saw it happening. Now, when you called me to tell me that, that came at a time where it was fucking much needed because I haven't been working in like two fucking weeks, and it's been up in the air as to whether or not when we're fucking getting paid again. So seeing that, because that was a big goal for us from the start, was just like, wow, this. Just fucking feels good, and I needed to feel good, and Fuck yeah. they yeah, fucking did so that for us, man. So I, thank you guys. <laughs> when yeah. I uh, when I when I called you to tell you that I was on, I called you on Twitch, 
and everyone lost their minds. Oh, they were man. like, this is the fucking most wholesome shit in the world. Oh, dude. <laughs> Couldn't come in a better. I was watching a documentary about people that are into custom vans, and boy, are they a bunch of fucking perverts. Van yeah. dwellers? Van, yeah, van. Oh, yeah, I'm big into the van dwelling, yeah, with the kitty litter and all <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> Spade is the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see you on the Patreon. Um, and we love you. <laughs> Bye.